This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Last week on In The Moment. I appreciate you saying that more than you know, bro. Like, 100%, because I think, too, like... Especially people our age, it's so competitive. It's like yeah. nobody wants to give anybody their flowers right. at this age because we're all trying to go for the same thing. And Bro, the I'm, fact I'm, that you can say that is, uh, it means a lot. I wanted y'all to finish, but I'm not going to sit here in my 30s and listen to y'all talk about how hard it is at y'all ages. Get the fuck out of here. Okay? It's hard. No, yo, it's hard. I'm tired. Can I have another drink? You can't let Blake Blake you. Okay, but I like the guy. No, I know he's such a likable guy, but just know that deep inside he's always trying to one up you. And okay, damn. Oh, you ain't peep. You, I know Blake. You peep game. I know Blake. That's why I wore my fours today because I knew he was gonna come in with some threes. I that's wore the my kind of shit that, too to like try to. And like... that's why we don't worry about you. Oh. You see. What I'm <laughs> Put them shits back on the floor. Kim don't even wear them shits anymore. Yeah, she does. Nah, she got Air Max She's mad on disrespectful. now. She's taking pictures of Pete wearing Yeezys, hey, bro. Not anymore. Nah, Last time I saw her, she had some Air Max 95s. Uh, that's- and it was the Pete edition. She ain't wearing them shits. She saw Kanye wearing them stink-ass boots. Damn. Everywhere he going. Now I got to walk barefoot out the studio. Yeah. Yo, you do. You do. You do. Tell you do. Him. Take them shoes off. Go ahead and take them off. I knew Blake was going to wear his threes. That's why I wore my fours, because I got to stay one up on his ass. Every time. Time. Every gone. time. Got to, They're man. Gone. And I even own a pair of fours. I almost wore 12s because I thought you was going to wear your 11s. It's cold oh, in here. But you know what's crazy? You no, know, those are his favorite pair. You know the what's 11s? Crazy? Yeah. He's what's your favorite joint? No, I go back and forth 11s or 3s. Okay. It's 11, yeah, yeah. 3s, and 4s. But for I me. did just get my first pair of 12s. Okay. Oh. I did. What color? I, gosh, I don't even know what kind. I don't even know what color. Oh, you get money when you don't even know wait, the color. Wait, wait, you right. got. I, I, I just ordered them in the box. I, I just picked them up. <laughs> no, I found them. You know what I mean? I was, I was like, I was out shopping one day. TV money. I was different. like, oh, they only, oh, they only three hundred and ninety nine. <laughs> I, I already know you were. Now nah, get your money. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. Hey, look, check. I'm in the moment. Nah, anytime you wear a hoodie, I'm in Columbus, Georgia, not Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Anytime you wear a hoodie and the drawstrings is like perfectly lined up, it's a different kind of money. Like, I see you. And some dimples are deeper. Okay. Because I got rid of all this damn fat on my face. Yo, this man is counting protein. Who does that? I'm proud of you, dog. Somebody who's about to come back hydrated and healthy. What's that on your wrist? Everybody else got an Apple Watch on. What's that? Come on, man. Now, what's that? Come now, don't try to pull it down. No, let's talk about it. Now, your, jacket, about it. your jacket, jacket is fitted. You can't nah, pull it down. Like, tell us. Tell Yo, us. Katie, you see his wrist? <laughs> he got that rolling, what's rolling, that? rolling. What's right, that? with a dab ranch. You know, wow. It's, you know, it's a Movado. A who? <laughs> Excuse me. Was <laughs> that Spanish? I don't know. I thought it was an R&B singer. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on. Oh, he got Chill out. I got it from DJ Max. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I, I no way. I swear. No, he's a liar, yo. I, I swear you on everything. You're a liar, I promise man. you. Look at the you. The last one there. You can't hide money, boy. Look at you. you no, know, you can't hide the sale. Hey. Come on. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay. A man who got money and still go get listen, the sale really got listen, money. It's still bougie on a budget, Blake, okay? Bougie on a budget, Blake. Bougie on a budget. You always been that though. Listen, TJ Maxx. I, I respect love, it. I love that's why I love the suburbs. Marshalls and TJ Maxx are on every corner. I'm still trying to take you to the hood. Oh. Yo, he wouldn't yet come to you're the like, hood with me. I told Blake I want to take him to Brooklyn, it's like, where I'm from. He's been making excuses for three years, fam. <laughs> for three years. He I'm had like, COVID before we knew what COVID was. <laughs> yeah, boy, I got COVID. I can't I'm go. Like, I heard of it. Is this a field trip? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do I have to have a parent consent form? I think I'd prefer to have one on this one. <laughs> no, nah, I know you ain't coming now. You big blame. No, I definitely want to come. You know, I went to New York a couple weeks ago. You, yo, how was that? Oh. Oh, man. I think I'm ready. For? To live in New York. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Key, is he ready? I think I'm ready. Ain't no way in hell he's ready. Ain't, ain't no way. Field trip first. You know why you ain't ready? You can't afford the places in New York City where you need to live. I know. I can't. There ain't but three of the places in New York where you would feel safe in all of those places. It's going to cost you okay, a so lot t- of money. So tell me. if I Tell me what you think about these places. Okay. Chelsea. I knew it. Ooh! I had a feeling we were starting there. I uh, love Chelsea. That's a lot of money, bro. Is it? Yes. That's a lot of money, fam. Okay, Soho. Oh, my God. you going up. I thought you was going to go down. He's going up. Okay. Oh, you got Soho all right, all right, money? All right, all right, all right. Wait. I don't want Romeo to be my baby okay. daddy no more. I'm moving about, up. Okay, let's go. Let's go different. Uh, upper East Side. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, he's doing this on purpose at I this point. I think so. You, oh, you're showing off. Wait. You're showing off. you showing Those off. Those are on opposite sides of Times Square, aren't they? One's yeah. on the north, one's on the south, right? They was on the opposite side of your budget the last time <laughs> I knew you, too. But apparently, have you checked to see what it costs to live in these places? Well, I just went off vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely vibes never. are very expensive, yeah. according to... <laughs> hey, anybody that's <laughs> living like on vibes, vibes. they're going to rob the shit out of you. <laughs> 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 Yo, fam. Okay. You're not ready. Okay, I promise so, you. Let me think about this for New a York second. breaks people, man. Budgets, personality, all Financial that. district. That's like... Near the bridge, right? Yo, wait, wait, wait. Fam, it's wait, literally Blake. called the financial district. <laughs> okay, what about across, like, New Jersey? All right, what part? Like the one where you can still see the city. I'm about to set Blake up. Yo, you'd be good in Newark. <laughs> Yo, he gonna be butt naked by Wednesday. <laughs> no, honestly, though, what happened? We were in New York, and my friend was shopping, and he wanted to find this one pair of boots that was left at Aldo, right? So yep. he called all the Aldos in New York, and they're like, we have one left. Okay. Y'all went said, to Union Square? Wait, where's that at? Never mind. Okay. Because so that that's my favorite Aldo. It's over there in Union Square. Okay. But I don't know if you know if you was there or not. No, 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 no. So then he's the guy on the phone said, all right, we have one boot left. Uh-huh. And it's in the Bronx. Oh, shit. And I said, hey, a long time ago, Mo told me I can't go to the Bronx. So... Yeah, you I'm going to stay at the hotel. You guys can go. See, it's good to have friends like me. And he says, all right. So they went to the Bronx. Yeah. And I stayed at the hotel. Smart man. Was that a smart move? Yeah, hell yeah. Really? You don't even know what part of the Bronx they were going to? Oh, no. It was a long ride on the subway. Nah, fam. Nah. Yeah, you did the right thing. Really? Yeah, absolutely. But I kind of want to go now. It's not going. It's who you go with. Okay. Like, are your friends like that? Um, That's a no. It's yeah. Blake. <laughs> yeah, that's a no. When your friends are like that, you ain't gotta think about it. <laughs> yep. You gotta no, 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 no. Y'all jumped they jumped on a train? Yeah. You know what train they got on? One that went south. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Now keep your ass in the hotel room. Blake. Okay. All right. Deal. You got shit to lose, man. You big bands Blake now. You eh. can't just be jumping on a train. I don't even get on a train no more. Really? Hell no. So how do you get around? A car. A car? Hell yeah. In New York? Yeah, I get car service. I ain't worked this damn hard to get back on a train. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you?
They be like, when I go back, my friends be like, you bougie. Yeah. And I'm saying, thought I worked this hard for. Yeah. I meet you there. Yeah, the train was shame the, the train was definitely an experience for sure. Oh, you did get on the train. Oh, that's what I that's how I got around. At night or yeah. in the daytime? Yeah, drop me off at Washington Square. How late? Uh no wait, Union Square. That's where that's yeah. where I got dropped off. At. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time I got a little nervous. I bet. Because it was about ten thirty. And it wasn't a lot of people in the subway? No. It was like it was quiet. Yes. Yeah. Very quiet. You was the only white dude? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you see rats? So many. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do y'all pay rent? That's the rats, like you in their place, literally. Nah, big rats. It was too. a lot. They like little dogs. Also, a couple things I just want to get off my chest: bathrooms. Yeah. I mean, none available for anybody in to the use. subway. No, in New York. Period. Like when I got off the train at Union Square, I was waiting to meet up with some friends, and I was by myself, and so I wasn't trying to find. I needed to use the restroom. That's why half the buildings you walk into in New York City smell like piss. Okay, well that, that, that explains that. That's good. Ain't no bad. That's the bathroom, and the streets. They pee in the streets. Wow. I don't glorify this about my city. It's just it is what it is. Unfortunately, no, there are there are no bathrooms. Okay, now the more you know, everything closes at ten. That's not true. Well, the areas that Where I wanted you were to. so. All right, since we're going here, we'll just be honest. I got nervous when I was there because I was waiting for some friends and I was by myself, and so I Googled um, what's that one grocery store that's really popular amongst white people? Um, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. There it was at <laughs> Union Square. That was the only place open. And so I went into Whole Foods. That's a really nice Whole Foods. And waited. It's mad big. For my friends. That's what you did? Inside you were so Whole Foods. scared that you just went in Whole Foods? Yes. You went to the produce <laughs> section and hid? Well, I just kept walking down the aisles. The lady was like, can I help you with something? I was like, I haven't quite found what I'm looking for yet. <laughs> She's like, sir, you've been on the same aisle for 20 minutes. <laughs> sir, we're going to need you to get your punk ass out of this store <laughs> and go back into the streets. Blake was like, I was like, please. No, ma'am, you don't understand. No, I'm closing this with you. I was like, the rats are following me. Are you hiring? In fact, how sweet. I closed this bitch. Can I bag these for you? Anything you need. Oh, man. But did you have a good time? Man, I I did. New York is awesome. I'm I'm jealous of the pictures you take. Okay, listen. You took better pictures in New York than I've ever taken in New York, and I've been there my entire life, bro. Come on, let's go back. I'll take pictures of you. Facts? Deal. You take pictures of me? Yeah, yeah, not in the hood. I can take you to Brownsville? East New York? East Village? East Village. No. I'll take you where I grew up. I, I'm down. Flatbush? Like, honestly, I will come with you. I will come with you. Can you imagine me taking Blake in one of them project buildings with the pissy elevator? <laughs> <laughs> where you always think you stuck because it take 25 <laughs> minutes to get to the third floor? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Really? Yeah. I mean, Dude, I'm trying to take so you to New York I'm so down. You know y'all have like 100 vacation days, so you let me know when it's most convenient. Yo, can you believe that Blake <laughs> left the bird show where I, I think we get seven or eight weeks of vacation? I don't know. I'm not. And then he that. went and got eight days of vacation, <laughs> and he didn't come back? Like, as soon as they told me that, I would have said, you know what? Hey, I would have called Bert like, hey, tell Romeo, never mind. <laughs> Daddy's coming back. My Bert, <laughs> is it too late? Hey, Bert. Dude. One other thing. Did you know that they gave your picture with, with Bert away? Listen, I heard the segment. Oh, Wait, why did you do this? this. No, so why did you bring this up? So. I didn't know this. I, I forgot on. about this. No, that man is pardoned, Katie. I heard Yo, the segment. How'd you, you feel? <laughs> well, you know, there were a couple things that you could have given away, okay? I get it. I mean, the jelly beans, they're probably expired. Were they still in the wine glass? They were not in the wine glass. I wonder where they went. Yeah. Wow, somebody ate your but beans? But the picture. I'm like, who would want the picture of me and Bert? <laughs> I got a lot of phone calls. But listen, though. But listen, though. The most humbling part of the entire exchange was the fact that the woman who won the picture of me and Bert 
did not know who I was. Think about Blake. <laughs> and I said, "Wow, she just wanted something." Yeah, she, I remember. She cut her husband, put him in a frame. Yeah, I think that's what she said she was gonna do. Yeah. Really? yeah. When I heard it, I said, "Well, that was enough humble pie for a Thursday." Damn. <laughs> How'd you really feel? Well, there was two parts of it. That was the second part. I hate Blake. He's gonna give us the media train. The answer. first part was yeah, I, I want him to be I like, was mad Fuck at y'all. Bert. I was like, Why did Bert never take the photo home? <laughs> I was pissed at him. I was like. Are you freaking kidding me right left, now? Yeah, he left that shit in the corner face down. I'm like, in my mind, it's like the thoughtful gift to, like, frame a picture that you took with your mentor. Like, oh, here you go. He's like, no, I moved to Swanee. We don't have much space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that man moved into a big-ass house. And said we don't have any more space. no more space. So that was like... I was like, I can't fit this six by right. nine. And Literally, we were in my house. Dude, it wasn't even six by it nine. Was like five it by was seven. four by six. <laughs> it was the smallest photo you could possibly think of. Keep in mind, I gave it to him when I was an intern. <laughs> so that was the first thing that came across my mind. I was like, where the hell did y'all even find this photo at? And then I can understand giving away the things that were in the phone screening booth. There were a lot of things in there. Was that your umbrella? It was my umbrella. Uh, I'm Why'd sorry. you leave so much shit? Yeah. I forgot. That's fair. Listen, we're in the middle. Of, it was the coronavirus at the beginning. You know, you just happy to get up out of there. I was ready to go. Yeah, you was. Blake was ready. <laughs> he ain't hide that. Blake hide a lot, but he ain't had no media training when it come to how excited he was to leave. <laughs> he couldn't wait to leave us, boy. Yo, Blake was out. Well, nobody was here. Nobody was here when I left. Yeah. Like, everybody was working from home. It was like me, Tommy, and Bert, I think. Yeah. And Katie, were you back in? St- I don't even think Katie was no. back in studio yet when I was here. No, my job is 100% work from home. Literally. Wow. Yep. All right. Was there anything else so, we got to address? No, before, I'm just pissed at Bert. I get Keon on here to ask some questions? I'm not giving Bert anything else ever again. But then again, he doesn't need me to give him anything. So what's more humbling? I don't know. <laughs> yo, when you when you mad at a person who don't need you, that's a tough that's the worst. That's the worst that's place yo, to be. Right? I'm like, dang it. Fam. You got me. Joke's on me. You ever been mad at your ex and she doing better than you? Nah. Anybody anybody in here dealing no, with no, an no, ex no, doing no, no, better no. than them? We've all been there. Let's Who? be honest. We're going to be real. Come on. Let's be real. We've all been there. Come on. No. What? Doing I ain't better go, how? I, I don't have an ex doing better than me. Same. Really? I, I mean. Same. Not at all. No? No like, But like not now, but like at some point, like, you know, life is a, re- like life is a journey. So there are points in time where you might not have been doing so well. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nah, we love a humble king. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm really trying to think. Like, seriously. Maybe. I'm gonna be I don't really yeah. keep up with my exes like that, but at no point in time have I ever had to truly look at an ex and go, damn, she's kicking my ass. Mm. But you have, obviously. You're the only person in the room. Well, I don't want to defend it now. Well, you have to. You're the only person who has a story. Well, I would say it was like, you know, when I graduated high school and everyone gets into the big school and I get into Kennesaw. Like, it was kind of like, dang it. Like, everyone got into Georgia. You know, it's kind of like, but then again, I think in the grand scheme of things, it's like, I'll end up going to a great university. So. How's it it working out now? I think I'm crushing it. Yeah, no, no, you ain't saying it. Yeah, I want him to say it. I think I'm in my bag right now. Yeah, you kicking her ass, ain't you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Say her name. Say her full name. Social Security. Romeo? Nah, show them six packs, bro. You better. (laughs) Show it off. I don't have it yet. Wait a minute. Count the protein. (laughs) Does anybody have a wild getting cheated on story? Let me give you an example. I I saw this meme, and it said, yo, what's your wildest getting cheated on story? And dude said, yo, my girl used to cheat on me, and his name 
was stored in my phone is daddy. And I used to run the phone to her every time he called. Wait. Yo, can, yo, can you imagine? I don't know if you come back from that. No, you don't. You don't. There's I, no possible way you come back from running the phone to your girl because daddy is daddy calling. Daddy is calling. And daddy is really calling. No, unfortunately. You see what I'm saying? Y'all got any of those? No, I can't be that. That's a, No that's, one that's, in here has been cheated on. No one, no one's ex is doing better than them. Nobody want to give it up. I mean, okay, have you ever deleted all your significant other's pictures and y'all got back together? Nope. Oh, this is some bullshit. Nope. All right. Have you ever done the trombone? Nah. See, and this is why I don't want to play no more because I just, I just said that to see if we was out here lying. And, Mayo, everybody know that's your shit. That's what we're doing. And we're not talking about band practice. I got a cheating story. I think at one time, it was around Valentine's Day, mm. uh, I caught my girlfriend. Oh, at the time she was my girlfriend. Or I don't know if she was or not at this point. So our dorm rooms in college were, like, we were set up in a, in a hotel room, right? So, like, the fourth and fifth floor were for the university students. I can't tell if y'all was broke or rich. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. That university was wild. Like, okay. they just didn't have enough space, so they were, like, making, like, contracts with, like, hotels, pretty much, like, around the area. That's kind okay. of dope. Yeah, it, it was that weird, but, fly. like, it sucked at the same time because, like, for the last four years of, of, like, or, like, the four years that I lived in college, it was just hotel rooms the entire time. Oh, yeah. So it kind of sucked a little bit. Okay. But but the great thing about it was, like, the first two years, like, you, you get the continental breakfast, so that was great because, like, you would just fire. wake up. Yeah, that was great, but then the two years after that, it sucked. But... There was one time where, like, I was on the fifth floor. My girlfriend at the time was in the fourth floor. And I remember I went down to the fourth floor, and it was, like, like midnight, right? And I just, I started going, like, in the fourth floor because I was going to go see a friend. And I see her walk out from a room where this guy that I knew was sleeping in. Like, that was his room. So I see her walk out, and I was just like, what Uh-oh. the fuck? Right, and she's walking. She's walking out with a pizza, like a Domino's pizza, and a giant ass fucking teddy bear, bro. Oh, my heart, my heart got destroyed. Right? Yeah. You saw her and the teddy bear and the guy. I saw the guy closing the door after after she walked out. What'd you do? I saw her. She looked at me, and I was just like, like I was speechless. I didn't know what to say. So I was just kind of like, like I just did like a hand movement, like what the fuck. She didn't know what to say. She got, she damn got caught in the act. Essentially. Right. So then we go, like, she takes me into her room. Am I stupid? At, oh, bro. This is why I tell y'all, like, we all been there before, right? Like, where, where you take a girl because you're so in love with her, right? And like, you kind of forget. Why are you rubbing the table like that? <laughs> you forget all this shit. Is she here right now? No, no. That's He's just in the moment. He's okay. in the, the moment. Table yeah, is like, I'm remembering. Yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't been there in that moment since yeah. then. Are we sure we want to go there? Do you feel yeah, yeah, no, let him go. Blake. It is what go. it is at this let point. Him go. It's for entertainment. So, it's not for his mental health. <laughs> so we walk in there, bro, and she opens up this pizza box. <laughs> and that bitch is a fucking heart. Oh. That pizza was a fucking heart. Wait, the, p- the pizza was in the mm. shape of a heart? Yes. Yo, this mm. man was killing it. He, I, that's what I yo, said. He was in <laughs> yo, his bag. Yo, what? He, Wait, he got a teddy bear and a, a heart-shaped pizza? Bro. From Domino's? Yes. <laughs> what? I didn't even know they do that. Like, what? <laughs> and you know what the wild thing was? I sat there and ate it. With oh, me. no. Wow. Nah. All right. Yep. All right. No, nah, wait. Yeah. You ate the pizza with her? Nah, how hungry were you? Or, I'm like, how hungry you were you? You had to be starving. <sighs> 
No, he was in college. I was in college, so I was mm. starving. Why would you sit there and eat the damn pizza? Well? I was so in love with this girl. Like, first of all, like I went to college chasing after this girl. So, like, yeah, when we graduated, when we graduated, she went off to college, and I stayed behind here in Georgia. And, like, I did my own shit. Like, I started working in movies. I started doing all these other things. And then I was just like, you know what? I want to apply to the same scholarship. Let me see if I get it. I got the scholarship, and I was like, there was, like, three universities that you can choose from. And I knew that she was the, in the one in Delaware, so I was mm-hmm. like, all right, let me go to the one where she's at because I want to continue this relationship because I thought, like, we were something. And so I chased after her. Biggest mistake of my fucking life because I put myself in that situation. I ended up fighting the guy at one point. You won? Bro. Oh, no. No, no, 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 no. I didn't lose. I'll say that. Yeah, okay. But I also didn't win. Okay. I'll, I'll be I'm honest like, with that. So like, Because you it, ate the hard pizza. Wait. I, I, I took an L with that one, actually. You know what? I did lose. <laughs> oh, I, I'll, I'll fucking own oh up to it. Oh, man. Because ain't nobody ever won a fight and said, Ladies well, I didn't lose. Like, no. <laughs> you got your ass kicked. I just want to let y'all know I'm about to chug this next drink. Yo. <laughs> Romeo, I don't know if to be upset or to feel sorry for you. I'm both. Uh, yo, fam. I just chugged the drink. I don't care about you losing. <laughs> he did chug the drink. He, he really did chug. You don't even know what it is. Nope. I don't oh, care what? about you losing the fight. Well, you don't eat the pizza? Oh, bro. I know. I know. I lear- I've learned so much. Now, you much. got jump, right? T- tell me you got jump. Him and a teddy bear. I'm not going to say that, but no. No, nah, you know what happened? So there was one time we were arguing, and, and so what happened was that a narrative came out that I had hit her. And that wasn't the case at all. So this guy came over to my dorm room, knocked on my fucking door. I'm talking about like, I opened the door and this dude's like, why the fuck are you hitting this girl? Like, she's not even up to you, blah, blah, blah. And he's going off on me, right? And I'm just like, yo, get the fuck out of my dorm room. I don't got time for that shit. Get out, right? And then my roommate, he was just like, bro, you really going to let him come in here? It's always and the talk instigating shit? roommate, yo. You going to let him do that shit? Yeah. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. Come on, get your balls, dog. Like, he was hyping me up. And I was just like, nah, you're right. So I, I got my shit. I put my rings on. I go downstairs. That's, that's some real Latin shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I go downstairs, and I knocked on this door, and I go, bro. Yo, Tristan Thompson, come outside. Okay. You're well, not going to come up in here. When did Tristan enter the chat? <laughs> I thought it was him. It's not Tristan. <laughs> right. So I told this I'm guy. I'm trying like, to help Romeo here, man. No, there's no helping me. He's not that big, is he? I don't even so, know if Tristan no, can help No, he was at this actually point. pretty tall. All right, add that to your story. It's yeah, no, help, he trust was me. like, I would say he was about 6'1". All right, about 250, right? About 250? So, sure. There you go. You're learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Right, he was about your story. Like 200. Yep. I'll say that. And so, like, I go knocking on his door, and I'm just like, yo, bro, like, what the fuck? You can't come up in my room. You got to have respect, dog. Like, you don't even know my story. You don't even know what the fuck happened. You weren't there. Like, this fucking girl is telling you lies, and now you're all coming in my room and disrespecting me. You ain't going to do that shit. So I pushed him. Right? Mm-hmm. And then he pushed me, and I didn't even move. Like, he pushed me, but, it, like, you know, it wasn't a push. Yeah, it so was I was nice. like, get the fuck out of here. And I he pushed him back. He didn't know who he was. Yeah. Right? So then he got pushed, and he tried to swing at me, so I Whoop. moved out the way. Whoop. And then I hit him. Bang. Boom. Right? And then we started going at it. Yep. And then, like, like they pulled us away. But then I saw that there was a little bit more, like, scratches huh? on his body okay. than punches. Oh, you scratching him while he was punching oh. you in the face? <sighs> you know, like, we're being <laughs> honest here, y'all. <laughs> I don't know if we were being down on this. Yo. Nah, like, I knocked the motherfucker out, so I was just like... 
I said, I think we're still trying to hold on. Yo, okay. Wait a you second, scratches. I'm still trying to right. You know, scratches. Was, I'm trying to figure out the scratches. I'm still trying to process. <laughs> it was scratches. The scratches were because I was trying to push him away. <laughs> so essentially, what you're Holy saying shit. is. Katie oh. was not the first person oh. to take your balls. <laughs> uh, he looked into the camera. T- <laughs> Blake, I think oh, Katie took pew, my pew, balls, Yo, fam, so let me get this right. Dude took your girl, mm-hmm. bought her a teddy bear. Oh, can, can we be honest? It wasn't just that dude. It was another dude who was also like a really close friend of mine. He took your girl, too? And then another dude. Three men took your girl. Yep. And you stuck and you ate all three pizzas. <sighs> you fought all three of them? Nah, just the one. You learned after that. Yeah. You said, fuck it. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a lot to process. <laughs> yeah. And never, yeah. All right. I think I'll just say you, you've come a really long way. You should be so proud of the life you have now. Yeah. I was stupid. If people ever wonder if life gets better, I think you are a prime example <laughs> that it does. It can't get no worse. Yeah. When dude take your, your girl, give her a teddy bear and a heart shaped pizza and beat your ass? Ooh. Yeah. You don't do that. <laughs> he doesn't even have a microphone and you can still hear that. That was that was painful, bro. That's only yo now I'm ready to I'm ready to beat him now. What's up, Busy? Where he at? You got I his have Facebook? No idea. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I figured. Why do you have his Facebook? Nah. Wait, y'all are friends? I don't check my Facebook like Wait, that, but yeah, I do no, got it on Facebook. Y'all are Facebook friends? Yeah. What the fuck is going Katie. We're friends in the metaverse. <laughs> no, we've made it almost to the end without going back to the metaverse. Oh, my God. Who's next? All right, real quick, man. I just wanted to get my dude on the podcast to celebrate the 100th as well because he has been around for so many monumental moments in my career. Introduce yourself, big dog. Yo, yo, what's up? I'm Keon, Key Will Voice. That's your Instagram? Yep. Get your shit off. Yeah, no doubt. Follow me. Check me out at Key Will Voice. I'm a voiceover artist. I play a character in Transformers, the animated series. I'm a voice of WeTV. And, you know, I do a lot of voiceover work. So me and Key met on the grind, boy. Oh, yeah. We met. It just kind of worked out that we met in New York right in the middle of when I was really starting to do something with my career. And then it just so turned out that we both ended up in Atlanta. And it's just been a hell of a ride. Yep. But I'll never forget those moments of being at Grill on the Hill. Yep. That's pretty much where my comedy career started. It was a spot called Grill on the Hill. It's in Harlem. Yep. One of the places Blake will never go. You'll love it, though. Trust me. You got to go to Harlem. You'll love it. All the stories about Grill on the Hill is fire, man, because it's in the heart of Harlem. It's in the hood. And it's like, to me, I'm proud of kind of honing my comedian skills there. Because, like, New York is different. You do comedy in New York. If you suck, they're going to be. Fam, <laughs> they are not Ooh. playing with you. They are getting you out of here yep. early. And that's why I started. I mean, I think when I, my very first show, it might have been, what, 13 people in there? Yeah, probably about 10 people. I was so nervous Couldn't to tell. perform in front of 10 people. Couldn't tell. And that, he was my DJ. Yeah. How did you get your equipment there? I used to, sometimes I'd hop in an Uber... Yeah. And then sometimes I would drive. But there was no parking over there. Right. So it was easier for me to hop in an Uber. And luckily at the time, I lived right up the street. I think once or twice I um I probably hopped on the train. But for the most part, yeah, I would get an Uber there or I'll drive there. You know, but there was no parking, so it was easier for me to either hop on the train or Uber. And it's, I'm talking like my very first times getting on stage. I mean, no kind of experience whatsoever. It was literally an opportunity that was given to me by this dude named Spruce. 
yep. who has been very impactful in both of our lives. Yes, and Bruce is, is the man. He is the man. Yep. He has helped a lot of people really like get on their path of pursuing their journeys and finding their their destinies. He's one of those kind of dudes. And he threw me on this stage, bro. He, he wouldn't let me get right on stage, though. He did make me go to a couple open mics first. He was like, you ain't ready, and I did that. And then finally we went to Grill on the Hill, and you were the DJ. Yep. I had just started, and just those environments, bro. Like, do you really remember what it felt like in there? Because it was energy. Yeah, it was raw. I do remember that. It was raw. And your first open mic night or the first night that you performed, I remember there were probably like three or four other people. And, you know, they were good. But, man, when you got on that mic, you went to another zone, someplace that I didn't even know you had in you. And it was like it just clicked off. Whatever, it just you just went, you took off. You went from zero to 100. And I was sitting there. I was like, I had no idea because I knew you rapped. I knew you did battle rap and all of that, but mm -hmm. I didn't know you were a comedian. I didn't know either at that time. Well, you <laughs> showed up the headliner. Yeah. And no, no disrespect to him, you know, good people's. But, man, you came in there and you put everyone on that stage to shame. It was like everyone had to go home and do their homework. Everyone. Mm -hmm. And some of them were regulars. They, they were there every week. And I knew their routines. They didn't change their sets. Their mm -hmm. sets stayed the same, you know? Mm -hmm. And every week I knew exactly what to expect. Yep. Or every month or whenever we did it. But, man, you came in that first night and I was like, I had no idea. I said, this dude, he's good. You know what I mean? Then you came back the next week, and we went from, like, 10 people to 15 to 20. Yep. Then it got to the point where it was, like, it was standing room only. You was literally shoulder to shoulder, shoulder to, to stand shoulder. in that place to see me. Yeah, and everyone came to see Mo. It wasn't like, you know. Yeah, I yeah, saw it. I have video. It. I think I have video footage. I'll share it with you. I have footage because I would be on the stage, and every week I would film from my phone because I was like, man, this is unbelievable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then it got to the point where it was like standing room only. And, you know, I just I just remember talking to Spruce about it. And I said, you know, he's good. He's something different about this guy. He's good. His comedy is, you know, every week he hits them with different jokes. Mm -hmm. Every month or whatever, I haven't heard the same joke repeated. And that's to this day. I take pride in that, right? And it's like I wanted to kind of tell this story because I want to inspire people, you know, in that. Like Blake and I was talking about earlier, you always see the results of the work. You don't see what the person has to do and is going through during the work. So a little deeper on this story, I remember Mo, when I was working for um, Revolt TV, The Breakfast Club, I remember Mo used to do, he was in the mailroom. Yep. He was in the mailroom. Mm hmm <laughs> And I remember seeing him, you know, he'd come in, he'd deliver mail, i see him, and some mornings I'd be like, damn, he looks a little grumpy. I don't know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Brooklyn in me. <laughs> Who the hell wakes up and is excited to deliver mail? <laughs> he'd come in and he'd be like, here you go. <laughs> and he'd just kind of throw it on the... Here you go. Yeah, yeah I wasn't, I wasn't the right. nicest mailroom coordinator of all time. That's for sure. <laughs> and I'd be like, damn. And then Spruce was like, yeah, no, he's going to do this. He's going to do this comedy thing, man. You yeah. know, try him out. And I just remember that, seeing that, and just realizing, like, damn, he grind. He didn't, nothing was given to him. It was not given to him. He had to work hard for everything. Yeah. And where he's at now, he had to work hard for it. And back then, he had to work hard for it. Because, you know, I know people who started in the mailroom and they stayed in the mailroom. Yeah. yeah. But then you went from the mailroom to having, I think it was a show or something on social media, you know, they were trying you out and... 
you know, then the comedy thing took off. And then and to give people some quick perspective on that is like when I got to the mailroom, it was actually from somewhat of a demotion because I was at this company to try my hand at music. And I thought that was the end all be all for me. Mm. And it wasn't happening. And Romeo, I always hear about sometimes you saying this is what I want to do. This is my passion. But sometimes it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? As quickly yeah. as you would like it to, yeah. and you're not sure what you should do. And I was at that place, and a lot of people give up in those moments. So I had ended up getting demoted. I, I felt I should have been promoted because I was there three years, yep. and a new guy came in. They gave him the promotion. They didn't give it to me. Mm. They demoted me. They but, gave him a promotion to what? To, what was to like, the top mailroom coordinator. Because it was, it was three people when I first got to the mailroom. Yep. And then one person passed away, and it became a two-man job. Yep. And then that person left. And then they hired a new person, and they made him the head guy. And I had been there three years. So I was pissed, naturally, right? But when I got demoted, quote-unquote, they ended up sending me to a new department. That department just so happened to be next to the, com- the comedy department. That's how life works. Wow. And then I started to meet the guys who were in the comedy section. That was Spruce. That was Jamie. And then I just kind of would go to lunch with them because they were cool. Yep. And I was myself. And they was like, bro. You funny as hell. Like, I was just genuinely being myself, and they already thought I was a comedian. I didn't know nothing about timing, delivery. I didn't know anything about any of that. Just being myself. And then that's when Spruce was like, yo, we want to try to do something with you. And I didn't know what, but they put me in front of the camera, and they had me doing these videos called Morning Juice. And I just started, like, talking on camera about things I thought was funny or stupid. And I used to be like, I used to always talk about what I was mad at. That's where that segment of my podcast comes from. Yeah. And then Jamie, I'll never forget, was like, yo, you're going to be the Mozart of comedy. I didn't know who Mozart was. I'm just being honest. I had no idea how big of a compliment that was. So I kept doing the videos, and they started to do some work. The next thing I know, Spruce was like, yo, I do these comedian showcases, and I want you to give it a shot. But before you do, I want you to go to open mic. So I went to two open mics. Most comedians, man, you got to grind. It's years of open mics, open mics, open mics to kind of find it. I went to two. And then I went to him and was like, yo, I'm ready. And he put me on the first showcase. And then that's where it picks up from where what he's talking about. Yeah. I literally went out there, and that's what I want people to understand, is you're going to get derailed. You're going to be told no. You may not even get the path that you thought you were going to get initially. Yeah. That doesn't mean quit. That doesn't mean you're not good enough. That doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying? It's simply not time. But I didn't give up. And now, look, it's come full circle to where now I'm doing music again today. Yeah. And getting my music on Tales and getting my music on Netflix and all of these things that are happening to me. But I let go of music. And at that time, I was so hurt that I had to give up music that I couldn't even appreciate what was in front of me with comedy. Yeah. And I was terrified. People were like, how'd you go up there the first time? Terrified. That's how I went up there. Scared to death. I actually wore an army fatigue polo thermal yeah. because I, I was trying to, like, find my inner soldier. That's yeah. real shit. You still got that footage to this day. Yeah. Like, I wore fatigue because I was, like, I was trying to, like, hype myself up because I was scared to death, yo. Couldn't tell. And it was only 13 people in there, but it was the most terrifying shit ever. Shit. Yep. But I Couldn't did tell. it. I did it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then, so now you went from 13 people. I think the last show. It was um, over 100 people. It was man. over 100 people. They didn't even have chairs. Like, people was, like, literally in there shoulder to shoulder just to see me. And I was, like... I was blown away by that. It was like the most humbling thing ever, like to see so many people packed in there like sardines because they're waiting to see me. Yeah. And, you know, you said something earlier, too. Sometimes you don't know what your path is going to be. You might be, you know, grinding to get to this one point. You know, I know for me in voiceover, 
you know, I was told that I didn't have a voice big enough to lead a network. I had an executive pull me into his office and say, look, I know you've been trying to do this thing. I know you like doing this voiceover stuff, but I want you to hear it from me. Your voice isn't big enough to be on TV. And I just want you to hear it from me. I think you should just stop trying to do what you're doing. Yep. It's not going to happen here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you fast forward a year, two years later, now I play a, a character on Transformers. Now I'm on an actual network as a voice, the voice of a network, you know? But had I had listened to that, you know, mm -hmm. and stayed in that box that was created for me that that person saw me in, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Facts. So it's important to, you know, keep going forward. You had struggles. You had situations that came up where, you know, you thought you were going to be doing it this way. You were here for three years. You didn't get the promotion. This didn't happen. But in that moment, it's so hard to see what's ahead. But it built you for where you're at right now. Going through all of those situations, you know, mm -hmm. made you stronger. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think everybody in this room has had some kind of situation like that, yeah. you know, where it makes you stronger. But you have to, you know, uh, perseverance, right? You yep. got to, you know. It's my keep, word of the year. Yeah, you, you got to keep persevere. going. Exactly. You know, and honestly, got to be a little nutty, too. You realistically. do. No, you, you do. Gotta, it's a little. You do. You know. Fam, when I told people, yo, I'm going to be the greatest comedian ever one day. And if I'm not the greatest, I'm going to be one of them. Remember I used to say yep. that? People used to laugh at me, yo. Like my, <laughs> my friends, like people that I thought, they was like, but you're not even, like, you ain't even that funny. Like, yep. this is what your friends will tell you. <laughs> yep. When the dude from Funny Bone told me I wasn't good enough to be a comedian, in which he was begging me to come do the Funny Bone a year ago, but that's cool. Like, I expected it from him. But your friends, your family look at you funny. Right, yeah. but I never derailed from that. I still haven't. Like one of these days, I'm going to perform at the garden, and they're gonna look back and go, "Damn, Mo really said he was gonna do that shit, and he did it." But you have to believe that so much within yourself that there's nothing that nobody on planet Earth can tell you that will stop you from believing that. If you don't have that, you're not gonna get there. Right. It's that simple. Yeah. And it, people are not gonna support you the way you want them to support you until you're already making it. And you know, truth be told, I started off in radio. And I thought I would stay in radio. And they used to laugh at me. There's people that know me in radio. If you talk to them, they used to laugh at me because sometimes, you see how we're here right now? It's 6 o'clock. I would be in here, you know, doing production, doing this, doing that. And the next thing you know, it would be the next day. They'd come in the next morning and I'd see the, you know, the morning team coming in and they'd be like, yo, did you go home last night? Weren't you just, you were here, you got the same sh shit on, you didn't go home? But I loved it that much that, you know, I was just, I was crazy He's locked for it. in. Yeah, I was locked in. You gotta be obsessed. Yeah, I was obsessed. I didn't have any money. I was broke. Sometimes I would walk to the station. Sometimes I'd ride my bike there. But I just knew that I loved radio so much, and I loved what I did so much that it didn't matter how I got there, whatever, how late. You know, I would eat from the, uh, the snack machine. You know, I knew I had enough money to... Buy Cheez-Its, and guess what? If some of the other DJs were around, you know, Chubby Chubb or whoever, yeah. you know, I knew they were going to order food. Yeah. And it's like, all right, cool word. At least I know my eat tonight. You know what I mean? Mm. I remember those days. <laughs> I remember those days. I had to stay close to Charlemagne and Envy and all of them, like, because yeah. that was the only way I was going to get some. He's going to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, that's, that was me, you know? Yeah. I would literally, we go out, I'd carry record crates, I'd do whatever I had to do. You know, and I knew 
Like, all right, at least maybe I'll get something, you know. This is it. Yeah, this is it. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Right. Obsessed. You have to be obsessed. If you want to make it and be great at anything, you have to genuinely be obsessed. Find your niche, find your gift, find your talent, and then find what's going to separate you from the people around you, right? Because for me, it was, I saw, like you said, I saw these guys have the same routine, and I realized that's why only 13 people are here, because they know every week they come, they're going to hear something they've already came. Ah. That's where the idea started of, <laughs> I'm never going to tell the same joke. Because if, if you, you can come see me every week if you want to, you're going to get new material every time. And people started to go, no one's ever done that. In the history of comedians, no other comedian can say that they have never gotten on stage and told the same joke twice and have been doing comedy for over five years. I've never heard the, no same, I've never heard the same joke from you more than once. Never. And then the other thing, too, you guys don't know Grill on the Hill, Mo. Yeah, it's a, it's a little different, Mo. <laughs> you don't know Grill on the Hill comedy, Mo. It's a little bit different. A little different. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah, a little right, different. Hey, bring it it's a out. little different. I mean, Pull it out. It's a little different. And I said to you yeah. at the last comedy show, right? Yeah, yeah. I said to you, I said, Mo, I was sitting in the audience and I was wondering, I said, how is he going to pull this off? Because the last time I saw you do comedy was in New York. Right. And so I get there. It's typically an all-black crowd. All-black crowd. Like real mm. black Latino crowd, right? You know, yep. Real urban, real yeah, real urban. It's really real urban. It's, yeah. it's hood, you know. It's hood. So I get there, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Real mixed crowd. This is mixed. This is different. Yeah. This is gonna be. This is gonna be interesting because you're gonna have to speak to everyone <laughs> in this room. Facts. That's not easy, man. How are you gonna do this? Right. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Like, when you observed the crowd, did you take in that same observation? And if you did, what did you respond? How did it affect you? So not the particular show that he's talking about, because I've got a little bit of experience in that area now. But um, when I first, like, got to the Burt Show and started performing in front of a mixed audience, I realized immediately that that is a big part of being a great comedian. Like, you really have to read the room. And you might have to change your material. See, I came from a, a point in comedy where you didn't know who was going to be in the crowd. You had no idea. Mm. You might go out there and it might be all white. You might go out there and it might be all black. It might be You have to know how to adjust your material to appease everybody. Or you don't, but everybody's not going to enjoy themselves and look forward to coming back. So what he saw that night was what I saw the first night. And, yeah, it's pretty scary. To be honest, because you you go into your bag and you're like, okay, this may offend white people, this may offend black people, this may offend women, <laughs> and then now we living in this world where it's like you can get canceled and you don't want to say anything. Too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at some point, you do want to talk some truth. Mm -hmm. You do want to give people some things to think about, and I've just adjusted. You know what I'm saying? I've kind of tried to find this place where I could be as much of myself as possible and not offend anyone, but still make everyone have a good time. And I think I've learned how to do it. Is that what you were getting at? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because the old mode that I knew, I was like, oh, no, this comedy's not going to fly for this particular crowd. Right. I was also a lot less experienced of a comedian then. It was really, it was like you said, when you first started, Blake, with, like, just pure, raw talent. I'm just going out here, just being funny. I didn't truly have... I wasn't a student of comedy then, whereas now I've become a student of comedy, and you learn a lot in doing that, and your delivery, your timing, your presence, your, you know what I'm saying, stage presence, all those things matter, 
And so I'm a little better at it today than I was at Grill on the Hill. Yeah. But no. that mo was like, that just was a special mo, man. That was broke mo. Oh. We got him. <laughs> yeah, we, we got, got clips. Yeah, I have clips. I was I telling him earlier, I got this joke that to this day, people are like, bro, you have to bring that joke back. Well, I talk about the differences between black, white, and Latin barbecues. Is yes. Everybody who's heard that joke is like their favorite joke. I mean, you could do it now, or you want to wait and hold it. I could, but it's different when it's on stage because it's a lot of move. It's a lot of yeah, movement nah. that's hold involved it, with it. it. I'm gonna hold, hold it, but I think I'm gonna do it in April for the first okay. time. I'm gonna allow myself to do a joke twice because I Ooh. I've just always prided my. I've just like nah, I'm never gonna do the same joke because I want to always be the comedian who's like none of y'all have done that. Boy, if you don't go all the way, Katie, I ain't go all the way. No, you did. You went all the way in this one. This really? one, you went all the way. Yeah. I, okay. I, I was a different uh, mode than yeah. Blake has ever seen, for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, Blake, I, you missed it. See, and that's what I don't think Keon knows is, like, that show was as close to Grill on the Hill Mo as I've been since I've been in Atlanta by far. Really? Yeah, bro. Like, the other shows that I've done in Atlanta as, like, Burt Show Mo, yep. they weren't nearly that. Like, wow. I really got to the point where I, I told Katie, I was like, fuck that. I'm going back to the old me. But this was a... It was still like an even kill is a good in between mix of old mo versus you know where you're at now. You still got to evolve with the comedy, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yep, yeah. Um, still really good. It was good. It was good before. It's good now. But I've seen the the evolution in it. You I know appreciate what I mean? that. Yes, sir. Yeah, I appreciate. You know? That's why I wanted to get your perspective on it. Yeah, no, because we've grinded, boy. Yeah, and look at us now. Man, I'm trying to tell you. You walking around with $8,000 watches and shit. Come on, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this right here. No, Come on, no, man. man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on. This Blake, thing is, this jealous. is it's probably $10,000. I don't this know. This $50 and, uh, you know. Okay, so this we lying now. <laughs> Who's next? Before we get out of here, we talked about the Toilet Bandit last oh, week. If you are in the moment, listener, you know who the Toilet... Well, we don't know who the Toilet Bandit is, but we know who experienced the toilet bandit and I walked in earlier today. Oh man! In full transparency, and Keon was like, "Yo, that toilet bandit shit had me dying." <laughs> and then he said, "I had a similar experience," <laughs> and he was like, "But I can't really tell you, tell you." And clearly, he doesn't know how this radio thing works. Because <laughs> now I got his ass locked in. Damn! You have experienced a toilet bandit. <laughs> Romeo is not alone in this. I've experienced the toilet bandit, yeah. Give my listeners the pleasure of hearing what happened in your toilet bandit story and give Romeo some company. Yes, please. <laughs> my toilet bandit story is a little different, though. All right. So, you know, we used to be at work at, we used to have to be at work at like five or six in the morning, and they would bring breakfast up and we'd, you know, have some food or whatever. And uh, this particular day, Show wraps up at 11. But the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, whatever was in that breakfast wasn't good. Like, I got to go. It's got to go. go. It's got to go. So as soon as we wrap the show, I grab like a newspaper or something, a Variety magazine, a a Hollywood Reporter, I think it was. And I run out of the studio. Beeline to the bathroom. And I beeline to the bathroom. And you remember that floor that we were on. You could you had two ways to go to the bathroom. You can go out by the elevators yep. or you can go around by the back. Yep. And it, you know it's a little bit of a journey either way. Yeah. Yeah. So I went through the back because I was like I was trying to be stealthy about it. Of course. You know? <laughs> so not really grabbing a magazine, but it's fine. Hey, but that's like the universal message. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why you, you weren't stealthy. Right. <laughs> so 
get to the bathroom, <laughs> and I'm setting up shop. Yeah. You know, I think black people, if we have to use the bathroom, there's a certain kind of setup that we have to do. Is yeah. that a black person thing? Blake, do white people do that? If I know I'm going to be there for a second, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a full setup process. <laughs> okay, like, okay, okay. I need things to be over here. Yep. I need things to be right here. Yeah. I need, you know. A little candle. Sometimes the shoes come off. <laughs> yeah, that's a scandal. That's why I enjoy going at home. Okay. I, mean, I would prefer not to have to we go would in too. public. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's a certain things that you have at home that you don't have. Of but course. But you got to do what you got to do. Times call for desperate measures. Okay, right. all right. Grab the variety. Right. Wait, bag. before you give the mic back, do you wash your legs today? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> if you can hug, you can hear. If you can hug, you can hear. You heard me. You heard what Mo do said. you wash them damn legs? <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. <laughs> What's crazy is I do. You know why? I got a loofah. You got a loofah, too? I got a loofah. Who are you? And, and it's Your t- legs are clean? It's two-sided. Listen, I'm... Yo, fam, whoever this girl is... Rejected Blake. Yeah, Rejected Blake is it's, different. It's Revenge Body Blake. That's it! And the legs are clean. All right, all right, My man, Blake, washing his legs, man. I never thought I I'd see the day. Anything. Oh, my God. All right, all right, hurry up, man, so we get out of here. So, you know, I set up shop. Setting up shop is like, you know, if they don't have the, the what is it? Little seat cover. Seat cover, yeah. you have to make your own. You have to make the your toilet own. Paper, yeah. Yeah. yeah, toilet yeah. paper, you put like two or three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sides. fold it. Yeah. So I, I'm setting up shop, and I get set up, and I'm like, all right, cool, I'm good to go. <laughs> you know, I sit down, and then the door, I can hear somebody like, just come through the door. That's boom. the worst, too. As soon as you set up, they won't come in now. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is coming really fast. It's like, boom. Yep. I'm like, oh, all right. So now I got to hold it because I know what I got to do is like. Nasty. You going to start making them noises and <laughs> shit. It's going to be like, oh, boom. <laughs> Mo, is that you? So now. No. So now I'm sitting there <laughs> and I'm starting to sweat. Yeah, you holding it now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, huh? I gotta go. <laughs> right. Can't wait to get home. I got to do this here. So the person comes in, the door slams right next to my stall, and my shoes are there. And I'm just kind of like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm like, all right, is he gonna take a piss? Or yeah. Is he gonna take a shit? Like, what's Squeezing gonna? Squeezing the shit out your cheeks. <laughs> Yo, facts <laughs> Yo, the cheek squeeze. Yo. <laughs> so then the person comes in, and they come in like a bat out of hell. It's just like I hear the the bell. It's like, and you know, he's rushing to sit down. Mm-hmm. He didn't set up shop, right? He didn't set up shop next None door. None of that. No, it was just raw toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty ass. Raw seat. Yeah. Raw seat. And I'm like, oh man, who the fuck comes in? And goes right next to me in the stall. Raw. Raw. <laughs> yeah, nuts in the toilet. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm trying to hold it. Trying to hold it. And then all of a sudden, he's like, Keon, is, is that you over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Can we just say? Why would you even ask that? No. Why are people like that? Right. If you think you know someone is in the restroom, yeah. what possesses you to ask the question if it's them? Mind your business. Just leave it up to your imagination. Facts. Touch base later. You know damn well these are my joys. In the moment? Yeah, I'm saying. Like, this is the one thing I don't want you to be in the moment for. Never. Like, ever. Come on. Dang it. So you said no? 
So I sit there and I'm like, I literally my <laughs> eyes are like, oh, you wait, it was a delay. You yeah, I was like, I was like. Yeah, hey, <laughs> yeah, man, hey, yeah, that's me. Hey. He's like, oh man, what a fucking show today! And I was like, yo, he <laughs> just let that shit out. Yo, he's like, what a show! But it was, it was, but then afterwards, you know those fireworks? They go like, <laughs> you know those ones? That's what it was. <laughs> Yo, you can't be fucking serious right now. <laughs> Is this really happening to me? <laughs> He's like, yo, what a show today. This <laughs> 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 is start going crazy. Damn. Damn. That's how you should have answered. I was like, Keon, is that you? <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I swear I would never tell anybody this you story. You got me. <laughs> This is what oh, I thought I was going to take to my grave. I love moment exclusives, baby. That's the <laughs> I was going to take this to my grave. I appreciate you. So now I'm like, so there's a couple things going through my mind. I'm like, this shit is about to stink any second. <laughs> this smell is going to be in my mouth any second. Because <laughs> y'all talking now. That's so you got to like, open your mouth. You're going to taste it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, wait a minute. What am I going to do? And then on top of that, it's like, I got to go. But I'm like, yo, he's just over here fucking letting loose. It's a it's a firestorm over here, fireworks or whatever. So I'm like, I'm going to be the bigger guy here in this situation. And I'm going to try and mask mine. So I reach behind and I time it. My Courtesy flush. Yeah. Yeah. But I do everything in that courtesy flush. Right. Because I don't want my shit to be heard. Yeah, of course. So I'm like, whoosh. <laughs> You're trying to do that at the right time. So you're in here. Yeah. And so now we're having this back and forth conversation about work. And oh, I'm like, no. come this on, is something, son. This is something's not right here. Yeah, a lot uh, is not right. This isn't right. Yeah. So now I'm like. Do you even know to... who you're talking to? I know who I'm talking to. Okay. Uh-huh. And I can't believe we're having a conversation. So he's like, oh. He's like, oh, man, Keon, the locks. The locks this morning must not have been good. Yeah. And he's having a conversation with me. We're like, stall the stall. And so now I'm like. Fuck it, man. You're such a nice guy, you're just still talking to him. No. By this point, I'm just letting it go, man. And I'm like... He talking to himself. At some point, yeah. At some point, you're not going to want to hear what's happening over here. You're not going to want to continue. And you've been holding it, so now it's worse. So now it's like, doodle, doodle. Yeah. Yeah, it's a a marching band at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, and I'm just trying to get it over with. You know what I'm saying? In and out. Yeah. He's having a conversation. The most awkward situation I've ever... I think, been in my life. I didn't think I would be sitting stall to stall with somebody where they're taking a shit. You have an old conversation. Yeah. So how did it end? So, I mean, it was real, like, I think I wrapped up pretty quick, man. I was like, you know, and I got the fuck out of there. And I'm like. You really are a transformer. <laughs> it's not <laughs> just a voice. Is it? <laughs> Dude. And so we get back into the the room or whatever, and I'm oh, I'm just no. kind of like no. I'm trying to forget about the whole situation. I'm yeah. like, no, this was awkward. And he comes in and he's like, "Yeah, man, you know, where was at I the, at breakfast this morning?" Oh my god, he's still talking. Oof. No, I. But oh. yeah, so you know, what do you think about the show today? And I'm like, I don't know how to take this. Like, we just look here, shitty. I know. I know they told you that um, two men that shit together would be lit together, but... Whoever told you that took it too 
they took it too damn far. So, mm-hmm. who is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yo, I'm not gonna yo, say man, that's I used, the end, to, that's I used the end. to work there too. Nah, who was it? Who was I'm not gonna say it. Come on, say it. I'm not gonna say it on here. You gonna tell me off here? I'll tell you off here. I'm, I'm sorry to my here. listeners. Who's next? It's all right, man. Yo, we gotta get up out of here. I've already held Blake way too long. I do this to him every time. That's why he tried to zoom in instead of coming in today for my 100th episode because I don't know what else you got to do to get a man to actually want to come to the fucking studio. But when you big bands Blake, yes, sir. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That man was like, yo, can I do it from my pager? Because I don't know if I'm be able to make it in. <laughs> he said, That's I'm doing you a favor. Yeah, yeah, he's disrespectful like that. You see what I'm saying? You see what a little bit of money do for you, but don't it's all good, though. It's all good. Yo, thank y'all for being here. This is a moment. Man, thank you for inviting me, bro. Seriously. Seriously. This is awesome. I mean, 100 episodes later, like, this is, it's crazy, bro. Like, it literally feels like we, like, we did the first one yesterday. But I know. A does. lot has happened. And, um, man, how do you feel reaching 100? It feels surreal, to be honest. I don't know that it's, it's like hitting me, but it's not. It's, it's happened so fast. You know what I'm saying? The growth of the podcast, the evolution of it all. Like I said, with anything in life, you you have to be consistent. You have to continue to do it through all of the times. I thought to myself it wasn't going to work and trying to find the right formula. And even if I should be doing this, do I have the time to go from that first episode where we just crack some mics and just talk to each other? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? To now, 99 episodes later for my podcast to be what it is, where it is, and to get the amount of support and the amount of listeners that I get. Blown away, bro. It's... um. It's a hell of an accomplishment. I'm not going to lie. I don't celebrate myself. I don't really care too much about my achievements, but I'm proud of this one. As you should be, bro. I mean, I remember when you laid out the vision for it at yeah. the very beginning, and you're like, look, I'm trying to figure it out. But I think it also goes back to what we've said this entire episode is like nobody is ever going to see your vision the way that you can. Yeah. And it's like you stuck with it. You pivoted. You moved things around. As things kind of shaped up and went differently, you, I mean, you kind of followed through with everything, and so I appreciate it. A hundred episodes later, we had we there had was, there was no way I could zoom in for this. Nah, man, I'm glad you were here, bro. So I really right. am. Just in the you moment, have a here. Venmo account because gas is expensive. So I'm cool. You mean a Venmo account to where you can send money to? As and get money from me. Why would you need money from me? You own the Braves. <laughs> Are you kidding me? All I did was race the freeze. You own the Braves? Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. This man is the owner of the The, Braves. He was in the parade like, let's go. I ain't did shit but race the freeze. My accounts are frozen. We told the freeze to beat your ass. I know. That's Blake's fault. Blake, you own the Braves? I got to come back because we didn't talk about that. And that happened after... The last time I was here. No, there's a reason we didn't talk about this no, shit. No, no, we're, I'll, I'll be back. I'll be talk back. Talk about it for what? I'll be back. No, no, no we got be. a lot to talk about. No, don't we got, be. We're no, done no, here. No, 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 no. <laughs> See you in the next 100. Cheers to 100. Cheers to And I appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for being here. It's been a hell of a day, hell of a moment. Thank you to the beautiful mixologist that we have in the building who came out to support me. Katie, do you want to give them a shout out? Blake, anything you want to plug in the meantime? Listen, bro, I just I thank you for letting me still come and hang out, man. I think like the fact that I get to come back here and hang out with you and, and All right. Do, here she is, here she is. Come on, give Katie, it Katie, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Shut the fuck out of Blake. Yikes. That yo, bro, remember I came into the uh to the to the studio that day. We did that podcast where we didn't know what the hell we was doing, but uh-huh. you but you made fun of me for wearing them long ass shorts and a white t shirt. And then I tried to fight you because you was talking about my slides and my attire. Did I? 
Yeah, because you used to always wear them little ass shorts with your thighs out when you used to fart in the studio and leave the door open. You remember? Oh. <laughs> look, look. I don't care how much money you getting. I don't care how long you own the Braves. I'm going to remind you that I knew you when you had your thighs out farting in the studio across around the corner. That's the blame. Humble him. Humble him. I'm humble his ass. So be honest, Romeo, you haven't farted in the studio yet? Uh, Katie don't know about that, but. You be farting in the studio while Katie in there? I be. Wow, Katie, did you know that Romeo be farting on you? Oh, she got in there. Hey, shout out. Come on, give me a shout, shout out. out. To my, so hold on, shout out to our beautiful mixologist who held it down for us tonight. She is the reason we are feeling so nice. Is there anything you would like to say or add to the pod? Shout yourself out. I just want to thank y'all for having me and allowing me to take control over your beverage experience. Every drink I had was fire. Amazing. Even the spicy joint. Like, everything was fire. I am so glad that you came. You made this experience so much better. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'll be back. You want to promote your Instagram? Anything you got like that? Y'all can come check me out on Instagram. My Instagram is barbunlimited. That's bar.b.unltd. Lit. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Cheers. Cheers to you. Me too? No, hell no. You're here every week. What you want to promote? Just Romeo G. Again, like I said last week, if you have tried the trombone challenge and you win more than 30 seconds, give them your ad again so they can come tell you about it. Yeah, you can hit me up at Romeo at TheBirdShow.com. My man, Key, anything you would like to add, my guy, before we get up out of here? Romeo, we were at the after party, uh-huh. and I was leaving. Uh-huh. And on my way out the door, I, w- I said, you know, Romeo, it was good, good catching up with you, man. And you were like, yo, Key, man, thank you so much, man. Thank you for everything. I don't know what the fuck I'm thanking you for. But, because you haven't done shit for me yet. But, thank you, man. <laughs> it sounds been, just like his it's been, ass. It's been a fucking good, it's been That's good chilling. so him. And I was just like, you know what? Yeah, man, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> I like him a lot. He was like, I don't know what Yo. I'm thanking you for because Yo. you haven't done shit for me, but... <laughs> I was being honest. Hey, look, Yo. I keep it 100. We were sitting in the bar earlier, and I was telling him how I was excited to have the mixologist here. And then he was like, yo, like... He was like... He was like, okay, cool. How much that costs? So I told him, and he was like, oh, that's a good price. And I looked at him. He was like, wait, I ain't paying shit, am I? No, you're not. So why the fuck does your opinion on how much it costs count? He's just that kind of honest, yo. <laughs> He was so honest. He said, you haven't done shit for me, so I don't know why I'm thanking you, but, man, it's been... And I, keep, I was like, that's fucking real. I keep it 100, that's, always. I, he has been extremely it. honest today and every yeah. day, and that's why I fuck with him, even all the way down to wanting to rub Blake down. All right, it's been great. I thank y'all for being here celebrating my 100th moment. You know what time it is. If you're a fan of me, I'm a fan of you. If you love me, I love you. And it's lit next week, bitches. Rub me down, Romeo. Right now, it's time for a 1901 exclusive. My grandma taught me to attack. Gotta do it with them both behind your back. Don't listen when they speak. They'll treat you as if you lack. That's not because you're weak. That's simply because you're black. So that day... I knew that I had to get it. Whatever piece I needed for peace, I had to fit it. Never mind a critic, I promise to stay committed to show every black kid with a target that he can hit it. It's a gift to really help him believe in achieving, to see that it's more than grieving. Cause they don't know the demons that come to you while you dreaming. And they ain't leaving, so every day that you're breathing, you're trying to find God in a world that's full of demons. Find it odd that we even gotta fight to be even. Uh, every day we under attack few ways to react but you never see us crack because we black black lives matter i done seen the pain from the black lives hey yo this is a 1901 exclusive is it really all that assertive is to ask for yeah black lives matter i done seen the pain
shattered. But he's supposed to protect the serve, not harass us. Isn't really all that certain of us to ask for. We never gonna yeah. change, but we gotta. Cause we've been fighting for a dollar, we've been going through the pain. It's a lot of bullshit. They ain't trying to give us nothing.